Hey folks, Mary here with the very exciting news. Kate has had the baby. Huge uh, gotta be done. Welcome to little Joseph, Robert and big congrats to Kate and Tim and Olivia and Will. Thank you everyone for so many gorgeous messages and for anyone who hasn't yet, you can sneak across to our socials and check out little Joe. He is gorgeous. Hey, and while you're on our socials, you can also check out our giveaway that's going until May 15 uh, of some amazing bluey figurines. That's for Australian residents. Sorry, everyone else. Okay, back to Gotta Be Done. your average Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it, we need to talk to someone we about Louie. We need to Louis. talk to someone about Louie. <laughs> Kate, have you checked your sunroof lately? <laughs> yeah, well, um, if you are listening to this, it's very likely that my sunroof has indeed been popped. So Great. I know. <laughs> Congratulations in advance and what better time to talk about dad baby really just to uh Absolutely psych you up for the joys that are to come. I hope um, you have many dim sims stockpiled. Well, I think um, if there's one thing I've learned from this episode, Dad Baby, it is to have uh, at least four dim sims that seem to be magically replenishing on hand at all times. <laughs> it's a box of tim tams that never run out. I know. <laughs> so today we're talking about um, Dad Baby and for our international viewers or listeners, sorry, I should say, what do I want say viewers, bluey, <laughs> international blue viewers who are now listening to us because they're deprived of the new episodes. Um, this episode starts with Bingo finding her old baby carrier or um, as Chili calls it, a papoose, which I have never called a baby carrier before. Yeah, I think I've always just gone with the brand. Um, oh, yeah. Like or carrier. Yeah, carrier. Or, good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, no surprises that Chili was a baby wearer and Bandit too, it seemed like. And then um, um, from that point, the Bandit puts on the baby carrier to sort of show the girls what it looked like and uh, Bingo decides that she wants to be the baby in Dad's stomach. Straps go around here and baby goes in here. Get in it, Bingo. Okay. Hey, oh, hang on. You're not a baby. Oh, ow. <laughs> And uh, go through the birthing process, which, to be honest, has been really useful because explaining uh, the way a baby comes into the world to a three-year-old is quite complex. And now I can just put on an episode of Bluey <laughs> and it's all taken care of. <laughs> so is Will demanding to know where the inflatable pool is uh, being stashed? Because it does look like fun. Um, yeah, we get to that water birth point very quickly. Um I will say when Bandit's putting on the papoose, the way he describes what they used it for is, I think, a nod to uh, so many oh. parents. We used to walk you around the park in it instead of sleeping. It is the most <laughs> oh. underrated golden comment, I think, of season two. Like as far as um, quotable quotes go, that is right up there for me. It's, Just, it's so, if you know, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> oh, those were long, long hours. <laughs> Yeah, um, that is quite... soon to be your reality again. <laughs> I know. Well, probably if you're listening, already are. So yeah, spare a thought. Um, I'm sure number three is always the perfect sleeper. It'll be yeah. great. 
Everyone keeps telling me they just slot right into family life. So you know what? I'm going with that until I understand different. And yeah, I'm sure next time we talk, I'll be totally experiencing Peter Hester and, um, and unable to sort of, I'll be like, yeah, it's just too real right now to be watching Dad Baby. So uh, yeah, I am glad we're covering this now. Okay, if we're going to do this, let's do it properly. Hmm, how to act pregnant. I think there's two very new baby life things going on in this episode. The theme they keep coming back to that if you're going to do something, do it properly, which is always how a new parent starts with the best of intentions. (laughs) Um, But, of course, that falls apart pretty quickly. But then also the mum versus dad who has the better understanding of what's involved and who could possibly be a bit more sympathetic as well. I'm just going to get this ready. Oh, my bad. Oh, my feet. Rub my feet, Louie. Rub my feet. Pandit healer. That, uh, what would you call it, like head-to-head comes out pretty early in the episode. I just love that um, as soon as Bandit says, yep, sure, I'll, I'll do it, um, Chili winds up the newspaper magazine in readiness to like slap him down with whatever <laughs> he says about pregnancy. I think it might be a return of the IKEA brochure that she was uh, reading just a few weeks ago uh, when we talked about Sticky Gecko. And yeah, Bandit is pushing and pushing, and he does take it too far, I think, by talking about <laughs> stretch marks. Oh, I need to sit down. Oh, where's my vitamin E cream? Something about stretch marks. Ow! ow. I, I can certainly recall those days of just everything hurting and just get this baby out of me kind of situation. <laughs> I'm sure you can recall them even more freshly, Kate. Oh, honey, I am. Um, I am. But yeah, I it can't right remember now. stretch marks being. Uh, one of the things that I complained about, to be honest. So, uh, see, um, I got really terrible stretch marks with Liv um, first time around to the point where one of the nurses in hospital was like, wow, they're some of the worst I've ever seen. <laughs> I, know, I know. Did you have newspaper handy? Because she yeah, would have I deserved really needed it. one. I really needed one. But um, yeah, with the, the two boys. Um, no, it hasn't happened. Maybe it's because I was so bashed up from the first pregnancy. It hasn't <laughs> yes. happened. Yeah, I can. I was definitely relating to everything that um, said. It's like, oh, my back, oh, my feet. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's the checklist that you go through every day at 38 weeks. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, the real question that just hit home for me was uh, he's – uh, being taken outside by Bluey to do some exercise because even pregnant yep. people need, need exercise. exercise. And he sits down. <laughs> okay, that's a wrap, kids. Come on, unclip. No, not yet. You haven't had the baby. Oh, too bad. I didn't get this thing off. Like what pregnant woman <laughs> hasn't asked that? Like, just It'd just be nice to have a break, I think. Like, you know, that's yeah. the problem. Like you can't unstrap. Yeah, and it, it, it's heavy. You know, like when I had Will, um, my obstetrician came in because he was an emergency Caesar after he was born. He was like, so how was it to lose 10 kilos in about five minutes? And I was like, <laughs> what? It's like, so baby was five kilos, placenta was about two, you had at least two litres of fluid in there and you probably lost two litres of blood. So, oh, great. I know. Great. It's so comforting. Um, oh. Yeah. To be fair, it was a pretty rough birth with Will. But, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, smooth sailing ahead. 
I'm, I'm and, more um, intrigued by the dim sims in the fridge. Like who, A, who keeps dim sims that are pre-cooked in the fridge? Why aren't they eaten on the spot? And I could totally relate to, you know, you're holding food and you just feel like the baby is just stealing it without it actually yes. being processed. Oh, absolutely. Um, you're well past the craving stage, but was uh, dim sims on your list back in the early trimesters? No, no. Um, and, May, do, I don't know if you can relate to this, but, um, yeah, every pregnancy for me has been totally different cravings. This one was definitely like the three-year-old diet. I would I would characterize it as it was like peanut butter sandwiches and mozzarella cheese, basically <laughs> for the first three months. Yeah, whereas Will was like chocolate milk and Olivia, I don't even know. Um, it was basically like I lost my mind and I'd go to the supermarket and buy like eight tubs of yogurt and come home and take like one spoon of yogurt and be like, I hate yogurt. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> It is so confusing, isn't it? Um, I remember like just craving nothing but sausage rolls with Bon and just always felt so sick as soon as I'd had the first bite and didn't have anything sort of so firm with Cass. But I can remember one day I was just like, oh, what I just really need is like a macaroni cheese. And then I looked up the most elaborate recipe I could find. Like it had three different types of cheeses, including a blue. And I made this elaborate thing that took like multiple stages and put it all together. And as soon as like it was cooking and I could smell it, I'm like, got to vomit. Like, no, that's just, why? Why? So, yeah, dim sims seems um, relatively safe, actually. And actually, dim sims was always my mum's crave when she oh, was pregnant. Nice. Having had, you know, seven kids, so we were all pretty familiar <laughs> with uh, what mum craved when she was pregnant. So, did she um, have the same craving every time or? Well, I don't know if she'd had it early and then dad just played to it. But, yeah, he was very good at bringing home dim sims. <laughs> Um, and she was always like, yes, I'll take whatever I can get, I think. Yeah, when you're at that stage, it's it's all whatever's on the cards. It's good. So we've got cucumbers and radishes. Uh, I've actually got cravings for these dim sims. Dim sims? The baby wants dim sims. Mm, okay. Bye. Hey. <laughs> Speaking of fridge surprises, there is a, um, a little blue long dog that uh, yes. permanently lives on the fridge door in the healer house. So if you're on uh, a long dog lookout, there's one right there. It's good to have a permanent spot. It just takes the pressure off with those few episodes where you see the fridge. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so we make it from the fridge to outside yeah. and as Bandit's trying to get this thing off, um, we see a little head pop out, which... <laughs> Which frankly would be terrifying, really. If like I've had one girlfriend who had her baby within about two hours at home. She oh, thought wow. she had yeah, and and literally like went to the shower and was like, Oh god, there's a head between my legs. <laughs> yeah, delivered the baby herself on the bathroom floor. Um wow. while the ambulance is on the way. Yeah, she's an amazing super mum, but um yeah, uh, just that terrifies me. <laughs> like, oh, I aspire to that level of efficiency, but no, nothing else about that sounds good to me. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, I love the um, mischievous glint when Bandit tends to blue is like, what, you're not delivering this baby? I'm coming out! <laughs> well, who's going to deliver my baby? I true blue, is it me and you? Yes. 
But then, like, her and Bandit hear the starts of um, the John Williamson classic True Blue drifting over the fence and uh, leap into action with this glint of absolute um, mischief in their eyes. And yes. Sort of like, yeah, that's <laughs> happening. And actually it's a flashback just quickly to the glint in Chili's eye as she said, Well, soon you'll start feeling the baby kicking. Oh, no. I'm sure that's not for a little while. Ow! Ow! <laughs> Oh, yes. And you see like, Bingo's eyebrows pop up like with delight <laughs> and then it's just thumping from there on in, oh, which is God. great. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of mischief going on, but um, Pat doesn't know what he's signing up for when <laughs> Louis summons him. And well, he- this, this is the episode where we get the big reveal of Pat's name, which is so yes. exciting. So Lucky's dad is no longer um, Lucky's dad. He is Pat, the next-door neighbour, so... Um, and Lucky's dad. So, yeah, very exciting. A lot of very enthusiastic commentary online um, about this episode. It dropped probably midway through the 26th and um, a lot of people making the call new favourite. Um, yeah. The best line I saw was someone, I can't remember who, um, but saying he was shipping Pandit, which <laughs> I had to take, do a double take that on that. But Okay, so... Pandit, as in Pat and Bandit. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Like celebrity couple mashup and shipping. Have you heard of shipping? No. What is it? Okay, I'm so, so shipping behind is, the times. Uh, it's like I have a little brother who keeps me up to date with some of these things, which is very handy. <laughs> but um, but shipping is where you want two people to be in a relationship, so you're shipping oh. them. Oh, gosh. Um, so, yeah, a bit of a like bromance possibly going on there. Yeah, um, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, so now we know it's Pat. We can also know it's Pandit. <laughs> Excellent. Pandit. It's like Benefer or something like that in the heel yeah, of your Yeah, All exactly. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Dad, the cricket started. I'm busy, mate. Just shout if there's a wicket. Okay. Hey, um, Tim, being the cricket aficionado that he is, uh, was very quick to um, point out to me when I told him we were doing Dad Baby when Louie looks over the fence to try and rope in Pat to help with this horrific task of having to give birth, having to give uh-huh. birth. Um, there's a there's a mark on his normally pristine lawn, which could only be caused by multiple rounds of bowling in the same sort of spot of earth. So. <laughs> Um, so they've got their own wicket. They've got their own wicket in the backyard and he was saying, I've seen that mark a bazillion times. He's watering it to try and, like, fix it up. But basically, yeah, they've been playing a lot of cricket and it's water patch in the lawn. So Okay. So yeah. so it's probably summer, ni- nice weather for a water birth <laughs> in the backyard, obviously. Um. Oh, God, who would have a home birth, though, really? I mean, yeah, each to their own. But, yeah, if you're going to put your body in through a car crash, for God's sake, go to a hospital. Like, you know. Uh, look, at the very least, I think I'd have the water birth, like the, the home birth inside. Like, I think that yeah. would be like through the line. <laughs> <laughs> and I think uh, Wendy might be with me on that, actually. I think she would. And uh, isn't it lovely, like, to um, see Wendy finally getting her voice? Because this is the first time we see her um, not just speak, but actually sing. And as you pointed out a few episodes ago, um, she is voiced by the lovely Beth Durack, who's one of the animators. Yes, absolutely. And, yeah, it's such a perfect moment, like the song, Do You Like to Be Beside the Seesaw? <laughs> She's, yeah, obviously in her own little 
fantasy world and ripped so rudely from it. And yeah, you can understand why she sprints away. <laughs> oh, I do like to be beside the sea. Morning, Wendy. <laughs> yeah, any anyone screaming, I can see the butt is probably going to burst that bubble pretty quick, right? <laughs> um, I can see the butt. I've never, uh, like, you know, you see a lot of birth scenes in film and television as well as experiencing them yourselves. I've never heard that said. Like, I've got a leg, maybe a bit relatable. I can see the head. But, uh, yeah, butt first is probably never a good thing. That's not comfy, um, yeah. <laughs> one line Pat um, suggests at one point when uh, bingo is being obviously pretty hard to move, perhaps we go through the sunroof. Yes. Uh, you heard that term before? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I've heard it for quite a while and I'm actually really glad that they gave a nod to that because, you know, there is no right way to have a baby. And as someone who's done it every conceivable way now, <laughs> um, you know, like uh, inadvertent natural births, there's so much pressure on mums to, you know, try and deliver that way rather than through the sunroof, if you like. And yeah, I just thought it was a nice nod that it was sort of like, yep, all births are all births are fine. Just get the baby out healthy. Ah, uh, absolutely. Well, I'm I'm in the same boat that Bon was uh, started as an induced birth and very much channeling bingo like. Uh, I'm not going anywhere. Um, So after 18 hours was an emergency Caesar. Um, So, yeah, sunroof for him and then for Cass as well. Um, I was trying to work out the origin of the term and also, and which I couldn't, like it seems just to have been floating around for ages. It must Um, be an Australian thing though, surely. You would think so. But if it, like the metaphor, the analogy, I do not understand what is the not sunroof part of the car. Like, <laughs> like is we're peeling back the hood sort of thing? Like, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. What, like, how do you usually, like, you usually get a baby, I guess, out the door, but, like, there's multiple doors. I think, yeah. <laughs> I love the, I love the concept and the sunroof, like, just popping open is the cutest vision compared to what actually happens. Compared uh, to someone but, scooping out all your internal organs but and yeah, dumping I, them I on the table. I don't actually believe this analogy holds up to scrutiny. <laughs> <laughs> I just loved that um, while they were discussing this, like like he was still desperately trying to keep track of the cricket scores. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, like, um, and Pat's like yelling out to him, what, what's the score? <laughs> and, and finding out about the boundaries of the wicket. And that line too, we grew sorghum. You know, he grew up on a farm, yeah, but we grew sorghum. Um, for anyone like me who didn't know what sorghum is, by the way, it's apparently the, the world's uh, fifth most important cereal grain and <laughs> it's used in alcoholic beverages and biofuels, among oh, other oh, animal feed. Sing to me, Pat! Oh, yeah, righto! Hey, True Blue, visit me and you, visit mum and dad, visit a cock too, you Someone else who has probably heard of sorghum that pops their head up in this episode, the moment where Bandit says, sing to me, Pat. Um, 
and we get the continued strains of John Williamson's classic True Blue. Did that did that move you, Kate? Were you ever uh, card carrying Australiana John Williamson type fan? Okay, so no. <laughs> um, okay, but. But I do, in uh, particularly in my later years, appreciate um, a bit of John Williamson. I mean, he's an Aussie icon. Uh, his song "True Blue" was released before either of us were born. Actually, man, I um, did notice that. Yeah, eighty yeah, two, yeah. um, eighty two. But um, yeah, apparently, it was used in the nineteen eighty six Australia Made campaign to try and get people sort of to buy things that have been manufactured in Australia. And it I feel was, like I've got vague memories of that, yeah. Yeah, and it was voted number 27 in the Ozist 100, which is the <laughs> most Australian songs of all time uh, on Triple M, which is a radio station. But um, for anyone who doesn't understand, I guess, what true blue means, it just means authentically Australian. So if, some, if, if I was to describe someone's, oh, he's just true blue, you'd say he's about as Aussie as they get. So, yeah, the whole song is about describing someone who is a very Australian person. I have, like, strong memories of this song from growing up, like growing up regional especially. Like I feel like, you know, on the ABC, Macca on a Sunday morning would have trotted it out pretty regularly. Thank God I'm a country girl. Slim Dusty and Slim Dusty is probably like the the big comparison point for John Williamson. And then living in Queensland as well, you just can't escape that stuff. Like I remember listening to ABC in Queensland at one point and they back announced a Slim Dusty track and they were just like, and that was the man himself. And that was just the end of the back announce. Like, I didn't need to explain. Like, it was who, nasty. Who is it? Like, <laughs> but um, one thing I noticed about True Blue is in the version I remember, um, we hear the line from Pat, is it standing by your mate when he's in a fight? And then I remember the next line being, or is it just Vegemite? Yes. Apparently rewrote it to take out Vegemite because what? he didn't want it to be commercialised and didn't want oh. Vegemite to like co-opt it for ads and stuff like that, which Vegemite already has the perfect song for their ads, We're Happy Little Vegemite. So yeah. I, I, I think he was a bit optimistic thinking it would be uh, stolen. But Why, why wouldn't you want to commercialise your song? I mean, men at work basically. <laughs> have lived off the royalties of Man Down Under, which, you know, the famous line, I just smiled, he just smiled and gave me a Vegemite sandwich. Yes, you know, yeah. Name-checking Vegemite is a path to success in music. <laughs> I feel like you're right. Um, perhaps, he, perhaps if he'd left Vegemite in there, he would have been higher in the hottest uh the Ozist the 100. <laughs> 100. Um, uh, did you anyway. did you also read um, that uh, it was pl- that song he performed twice at Steve Irwin's funeral? So Steve Irwin, our crocodile hunter, who met an early unfortunate end at the hands of a stingray. Um, yeah, yeah, I did see that. Although I was most taken by the fact that the funeral was at the Crocosseum. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, like, I guess of course it was. If you've got your own crocosium, you might as well, you know, um, be born, get married, and die there. You die uh, by the crocosium. Yeah, Yeah, I guess so. Um, But yeah, like, could there be a more Australian song, really? So uh, the fact that Pat is belting it out in Bandit's Hour of Need, 
Yeah, it's very heartwarming. And John Williamson gets a tribute, I noticed, in the uh, credits as well. And we saw um, on the socials from Ludo a few months ago that uh, he even went and visited at Ludo. So clearly a friendship in the making there. See, I was wondering when they posted that um, photo of John Williamson at the Ludo Studios whether he'd been recording himself there. So, you know, maybe... I don't know, he'll get featured on the Bluey album if there is ever one or, <laughs> or something like well, that. Like, on brand, isn't it? Like true blue. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, what could be more true blue than Bluey as of the last 18 months? Um, but, yeah. yeah quite but- literally true blue. So <laughs> authentically Australian and actually blue. So, yeah. Yes, yes. We talked about this when we like ages ago when we were talking about taxi, but how any food group can be made to be a G-rated um, cuss word, and yes, biscuits really gets the workout in this episode. Uh, yeah. um, the fact that Bandit got through a whole birth with just one uh, expletive, I think, probably. Yeah, rains down a bit of question on whether he has done it hard enough. Um, he, <laughs> he looked pretty shabby after the event. Um, he really did for someone that had maybe been playing the game for what half an hour, maybe an hour max. <laughs> Probably wasn't even that um, long. Yeah, it looked like he'd gone uh, like the full nine yards. But yeah, obviously the big takeaway as he finally gets Bingo out and Bingo, uh, you know. Bandit says biscuits, but Bingo's line is just perfect. I love it. (laughs) But having gone through that, I guess the big realisation as we get that moment of Bandit looking at Bingo and Bingo looking back up, which is very much the same as early baby when Mm. Indy looked at the doll and the the doll, I guess, looked back. Um, And that expression just kills me every time. Isn't it it, gorgeous? It's so beautiful. And they they just get this sort of extra level of light into those shots, which um, just elevates it to that whole new level. You know, I think um, you never quite forget unless you're really high on all the drugs that they dose you up on. (laughs) But, like, that first moment of just looking at your child and going, oh, my God, I made you, you know, like, and... Um. and there's just these little tight, like everything just almost seems to slow down and your whole world, your whole frame is just this new little human. So, yeah. Oh, it sounds so lovely. You're going to be doing it so soon. I know. I know um, yeah. I, yeah. It's been a weird pregnancy in that I haven't really been able to sort of uh, absorb much of it. Yeah. It's, been, it's more felt like lurching from one uh, turn of events to another, um, including a pandemic. Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I am really looking forward to that moment of um, just being able to sit there and look at this little person and, yeah, find out a bit about them. It'll be good. Let's get a look at you. Back to Bandit's look of love, but also his realisation, I suppose, for all his bravado about what a doddle uh, pregnancy and then labour have been for him. Yeah. Um, what did you take from the fact that he names the baby Chili? 
Oh, see, yeah, I think we're on the same wavelength with this mare. When because the whole way through, he's referring to baby Bingo, and yeah. and then all of a sudden he looks at her. It's like I'm going to take a look at you, and then yeah, decides to name her Chili, and I just think it's probably a a, a nod to better understanding a little bit of the sacrifice and the process that Chili had to go through. I don't know. I just saw it as a yeah, real moment of like tribute to the mums. So Yeah, I've, I've my big takeaway was, yeah, like what we owe our mums is just you can't even begin to express it. All our children should be named after us immediately. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's it's nicely done. It's subtle. Like I have seen a lot of chat on the socials about not being sure where that came from because it was a bit left field, like you say, after – calling it baby bingo all the way through. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I thought that was just really nicely done. And as soon as they, a bandit does say naming her Chili, um, Chili pops up on the veranda as well and he's back to bravado bingo. So it's a, it's a short <laughs> moment. It's a bit like Mother's Day, you know, you get that thanks for one day of the year <laughs> and, yeah, back to normal. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day to all our listeners out there, by the way. I think we oh, might be yeah. at Mother's Day weekend. Yeah, I think we are this week, this Sunday. So, um, yeah, you are all chilies and you uh, are doing an amazing job. She's beautiful. Dotto. Don't know what all the fuss is about. Oh, oh man, this is giving me so many feelings. I just <laughs> I hear. Um, I feel like this is one for the parents, and it's a bit of a theme of these. Um, this first drop of season two episodes, like it keeps coming back to babies one way or another, because um, the show, of course, tells the story of how the babies arrived um, for Bandit and Chili. Yeah. Um, which others? Mm. <laughs> there's a few. Well, I mean. I feel like there's a few that sort of come back to babies. The, um, last, the last episode of season one was uh, Daddy Put Down where um, Bingo asked where do babies come from and uh, let's talk about point, the baby yeah. shower. So and I then think- actually um, one of the preview picks for this season did seem to show Chili with a bit of a baby bump. Yes. Um, we sort of floated that on the socials. A few people were like, you are Fat shamey. <laughs> no. We would never. We would never. No, but, you know, a baby's always happy news, so uh, always happy to speculate about happy news. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it, I don't know. It doesn't seem like – it seems like there's a few hints in there but nothing enough to really um, firm it up for us. So yeah. we'll, we'll have to wait until the second part of season two. They do need fodder for the movie, so um, if yeah, the movie absolutely. is going ahead. One final observation. This episode ends in a way that Bluey's never done before with, and I had to look up what it was called, but where the screen goes black with just a circle around Bandit's head. That's called an iris out and people would probably like feel like it feels very familiar. It's kind of, you know, the Roadrunner cartoons, like it's a Looney Tunes type thing. Um, And, yeah, it's kind of that punchline type move where you circle in on the person who's looking perplexed or like the butt of a joke or whatever. We (laughs) found it very much is. So, um, yeah, just a bit of a random one. That's a nod to the animators of days past, I suppose. Um, but yeah, it works quite well. Poor Bandit. 
poor bandit. Um, hey, we forgot to mention it earlier, but um, how good is that moment where Lucky's dad is just standing there just eating the dim sims that have been there for <laughs> potentially <laughs> ages now? that seem to fall out as afterbirth. Like I know yeah. some people believe in eating the afterbirth, but oh. Oh, yeah, it's very Tom Cruise, you know. Yeah. <laughs> They could have at least turned them into vitamins. Anyway, um, yeah, what some people will do for a dimmy, eh? Oh, you healers don't muck around. Well, if you're going to do something, do it properly. We've been hearing from uh, lots of our American listeners lately saying they are still listening to the podcast, but when are they going to actually get the episode? So it's a brave approach from them. They don't mind the spoilers. Um But one of the mum listeners who we heard from recently was Lorena, who is also bemoaning the fact that they don't have any Bluey merch in the States yet, although Mm. it must be so close. We know uh, there's new Bluey merch dropping in Australia in the next couple of months, and we've actually got some updates we're going to share from Moose Toys, who are doing all the toy merch, which is really exciting. But Lorena said... um, they've made do. It was her daughter's birthday and her gift from her grandma, um, who she calls her Eater, was uh, she sent us a photo of gorgeous little crocheted Bluey and Bingo. The grandma had them commissioned. She got them um, from an orphanage in Peru, uh, well, a fundraiser from an orphanage in Peru. And, yeah, just a happy story. Like so many people are still just – innovating when it comes to bluey toys and yeah that was a really cute example i think that's brilliant and um i've noticed a lot of people making the bob bilby felt hand puppets lately do you know what including you and it was amazing puppet um I was very excited. I'd like ages ago kind of impulse bought um a thing of felt where it was just like you know, those felt sheets. Um, oh. It was one of each colour, basically. So I had Kmart a rainbow special. of yeah, felt yeah. at my disposal. Uh, yes, Kmart special. Uh, but I'd already used most of the purple to make a Batgirl mask a while ago, as you do. Um, so <laughs> I had, best didn't have much purple uh, to go with. So I made one a uh, Bob Bilby that was just the size that would fit on Bingo's hand, and that's been a hit because oh. um, we got our Bob Bilby book uh, probably a month or so ago now um from my lovely friend Alana who was my tattoo buddy um yes she delivered that when she last visited Melbourne and we've been loving uh revisiting Bob Bilby not quite getting the message through that we should have less screen time I feel like uh screen time and lockdowns go hand in hand but oh, yeah honey hooray yeah. for Bob Bilby <laughs> hooray for screen time in bloody pandemic I'll tell you oh, what absolutely <laughs> When you don't have the biggest backyard and it's uh, getting colder and colder by the day, it makes it a lot easier if you can take the pressure off. We just need to make sure that we keep our kids on on message, though, with watching Bluey. <laughs> I don't know. Will's really obsessed with um, wild. Yeah, Katie's Amazing Machines. I don't know if you've seen Ooh. that one. Yeah, that's a oh, attractive uh, British lady who drives lots of British different Attractive British rally driver, yes, driving yes. big types of machines, yes. I have seen the ads for that. It looked uh, pretty persuasive. I can see why Will's into it. Actually. Yeah, except now he's calling trucks lorries and I'm like, honey, no, oh. we're in Australia. You, you know, it's, it's, it's not an articulated lorry. It's just a big truck. So... <laughs> <laughs> But, yes, oh, hopefully, hopefully there's not too many more weeks ahead of us of this. But, mm, yeah, but, oh, yeah well, 
<laughs> stay tuned. Who knows? Who knows? But I know what there's no weeks ahead of us for, and that is your <laughs> pregnancy. Congratulations in advance. Thanks, and darling. now retrospectively by the time this airs and uh and, uh, we will be day. posting. Yeah, we'll be posting some photos of uh, the new Mr. McMahon on the socials, so uh, you can find uh, him and probably me <laughs> looking a bit worse for wear. Uh, You'll still on, look better than Bandit, don't you worry. <laughs> uh, we'll see how we go. Um, yeah, so you can find us uh, on all the social platforms on Facebook. You can find us by searching at Bluey Pod or looking up Got to Be Done, the Bluey Podcast on Instagram. Instagram, you can find us at Bluey Pod. On Twitter, we are at Bluey Podcast. And online, we are www.blueypod.com. You can also drop us an email. Uh, it's blueypod at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear from you. We're accepting all congratulations for the amazing Kate. Uh, putting out this many episodes of a podcast and now a baby as well. It's round of applause time. Yay! Uh, Given you launched this podcast with <laughs> what, no, the baby with was already giving you baby different. It's different. Oh, disagree, um, disagree. And uh, I am looking to disagree. Uh, but yeah, so much <laughs> ahead. We'll probably be back next week, even because we've been a little bit organised. Uh, but yeah, yeah. In the who meantime, knows, who knows how long that will last? So enjoy it while it's. <laughs> Got to be yeah. done. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Kate. It's got to be done. Bye. Bye. How could you? Ow. I'm a child. <laughs> 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 <laughs>